Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, pew, pew, pew. I don't have the soundboard with me because that's uh, all it would stand. So, hello, hello. You are listening and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy, Romoran. And I, like I said, at the top of the show, at the pre-show, it's just me from the OG crew. Stan is uh, at an event right now. He's uh, getting that bag hosting. Rowan is busy with school. Sorry, Julian. Uh, Chino is busy going through some personal stuff right now. So he can't be with us tonight. So it's just me. And I do have a couple of guest hosts with me that I have plucked from your ranks. When I say that, I mean that uh, they are listeners and friends of the podcast. I will introduce them in a little bit. But uh, before I do that, I just want to get the obligatory housekeeping out of the way. Yes, Glendale, it is Thursday night. Row is war. Just like on my old uh, Twitch streams, if you were following that from the year 2020. Uh, it's been two years since I started streaming. But yeah, uh, obligatory housekeeping out of the way. Uh, if you like what we do, if you like listening to our talk, if you like uh, hearing and reading us process the weekly goings on of pro wrestling in WWE, AEW, NJPW, wherever, wherever you wherever you watch, uh, please consider supporting the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. 
you get access or that to, to 80 pesos a month sorry because of inflation uh, because humihina na ang peso against the dollar it is now 280 pesos a month or five dollars you get access to our discord community where we do the watch parties we'll be having one in a couple of weekends so the weekend after this we will be having a stacked pay-per-view weekend we have um clash at the castle on the wwe side and uh all out on the AEW side. So that's Sunday and Monday, Manila time. But I suggest that you guys sign up for Patreon on September 2 and not anytime soon because the, the site will double book your membership, your subscription. So I don't suggest uh, signing up as August is ending now. So um, in the Discord, we talk about um, wrestling, TV shows, music, sports, all the good stuff with uh, just bonding, bonding with our listeners and us co-hosts. Then you also get uh, exclusive access to our review content on Patreon. Um, we review Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Rampage, NXT, pay-per-views, live events on MWF, uh, and eventually PWR, PWR. And also, uh, uh, Mike, let's put up the slide for the for the shirts, please. You get access to our, or you get first dibs to our uh, exclusive line of merchandise, as you can see here on the on the screen before you. Uh, we uh, our patrons get dibs on one of these for free, one of these four options for free, and then uh, if we also do passabys on. WWE shop, shop AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees, which will be soon because I'm going to happen with Black Friday and I guess a, a, a couple of months, right? You can be a part of that as well. All right. Um, uh, again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. The link is on chat. Thank you, Admin Jackie. It's also here on the, on the, ticking, um, on the ticking ticker on the bottom of your screen. So, uh, Again, $5 or only 280 pesos if you like what we do and if you want to support us. It goes a long, long way. And you also get the perks in return. All right? So again, Mike, uh, let's uh, put this slide away. And then let's introduce our guest co-host. First off, we plucked this guy from our Patreon. because He is a loyal patron. Right? Right? So uh, I, I like his takes. Uh, he... He is very knowledgeable about a lot of things. He he loves the NBA. He loves the NFL. Uh, I think he even, even loves MMA, but he also watches a lot of wrestling. So uh, from our Patreon ranks, from the ranks of the comments, let us bring in our first guest co-host, Mr. Emil Nate. Hey, hey. <laughs> how's it going? Yes, yeah. yes. Sir, Nate. Yes. All right. All right well, how are so, you doing, um, Emil? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, great to be here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Again, uh, I've been a listener for over eight years now. So this is a dream come true to be here on the Wrestling <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. So thank you so much. And uh, let's, uh, get, let's get to some wrestling talk. We plucked here. Emil from the minor leagues, if you will. <laughs> uh, Jackie yes. is right. Uh, no. It's true. Another perk of being a patron, because we asked first a patron. I asked first a patron, so pat Discord Namin, who is free to be a guest host and talk about wrestling tonight. And Emil stepped up to the plate, and uh, as you can see, he is taking a brave step. Emil also tried out for the um, for the yes. guest for the co-host spot that Rowan eventually won, right? 
So uh, if you uh, if you want to be in the consideration for you know for a bench warmer spot, if you will, yes. <laughs> in, in future episodes where many of us will not be able to attend the stream, uh, sign up the highest Patreon. So mula lang yan. So for the low low price of two eighty pesos, Emil gets a shot to be a guest co host of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Hey yo, all right. So guys, move on to our next guest co-host. You've heard him on the podcast before. He is our correspondent for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He is knowledgeable, fairly knowledgeable in many things Japan, many things Puro Res. Uh, let us bring in our friend from the Geeky Ones and also from Kumu now. Uh, again, Mr. Steven Maxwell Tan. Hello, hello. All right. What well, up, Steven? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Still settling into this new role at Komu. And uh, yeah, it's nice to be back. Um, second uh, work from home, second remote guesting. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I'm doing good. Kind of excited yeah. to see what's going to happen next in Japan and WWE since Vince McMahon left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of things have happened in WWE since Vince McMahon left, but we will not be talking about WWE first because uh, fresh on the docket, fresh in our minds right now is today's events from today's Dynamite. And uh, Babyface producer Mike, let's put up that next slide, please. Yeah. Fresh <laughs> off of today's episode of Dynamite this morning, uh, John Moxley became the undisputed AEW world champion, your champion, and uh, defeated and more actually more accurately squashed CM Punk in only three minutes after Punk uh, seemed to have re-injured that foot that he broke. Yeah, so that picture, the, the spirit <laughs> of Colt Cabana is watching over John Moxley. <laughs> so he, uh, John Moxley avenged Colt, right? So, yeah. so um, I, I, I told the story. I told the story. Uh, but first, we got to know, um, how do you guys feel about how this all went down? Let's start with Emil. Okay, so it was very unexpected because they hyped up this match as like, this is going to be one of the like biggest dynamite matches of all time. They moved, like people thought this is going to happen at All Out. And then they move it suddenly to this week's dynamite. So and then they really they really did a good job of hyping this match up. And then they 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 went on like the I think the nine a.m. the, the second they began the second 9 hour. Nine p.m. slot, yeah. They, yeah, they began the second yeah. hour. They began the second hour. So I thought, oh, they're gonna go. Maybe they're gonna go long. Maybe they're gonna go thirty minutes and all that. And then like they had a complete entrance. It didn't take a commercial break. And as like three minutes, it was only three minutes. So it was. It was out of nowhere because, like, AEW championship matches, like, they take, like, at least 15 minutes. Like, right. the major ones, like, not the ones that John Mox has been having over the past few few weeks. But, like, major title matches go go long. So, for this to go three minutes, is it was very unexpected. And, like, it really, really caught us out of the blue. So, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was so yeah. Un unexpected, yeah. Unexpected, yes. But did you like it or did you hate it? Like, like first reaction was I, 
I kind of hated it because I'm a punk fan and I'm expecting for this to like the, like boxing with the caliber of boxing and punk this is going to be a great great match. So I didn't like it, but I also like Mox being the champion. So it it it, it was fine. It, like the knee jerk reaction is, oh, why is this match so short and why is punk being treated like like a jobber when he when he is the AEW world champion? So. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was my very immediate reaction after uh, the bell rang. Okay, so yeah, let's let's uh, go to Stephen. Stephen, what what did you think about the whole thing? <sighs> Sobrang, I guess I agree with a lot of people with what a lot of people said. Parang like a good Vince McMahon finish, yah. The sobrang bilis ng match, three minutes. I kahanod ko na full match kanina. Entrances and every uh, introductions and everything. Siguro mga eight minutes na. Like, yeah. Shit. Ano ano nangyari? Parang gusto kong gusto kong maniwa. I want to suspend my disbelief. Gusto nang just let go and just say, okay, may nangyari kay Punk. Let let's go. Akala ko like feeling ko talaga ng mamadali siya. Feeling ko something must have happened to Punk for them to like just squish him like this so fast. A guy so, of his so, you, so you're saying you, you didn't like it? You 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 thought it was weird and I thought it was weird, pero for some reason I enjoy it. Because it's not always happening in AEW, right? the right. squash right. match. Yeah, right. Because, what? When in WWE, it's always happening. I mean, Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, it's happening. Um, and that's what's happening. Pero for some reason, because it's happening in AEW, to. It was fun because you don't see AEW do this as much, as much for the most part, unless nga si Jericho in a match or whatever. Pero sobrang how do I say this in the best words? <laughs> refreshing, yeah. <laughs> refreshing, yeah. refreshing. Yeah. Na hindi hindi clean. Like, okay, fine. It was a clean finish and everything. Pero squash sobra, sobrang squash. Right, right. But um, Moxie I, didn't bleed. I'm like, wow! <laughs> a John Moxie match where he did not bleed. It's wow, that's STI not, today, my God. Let's just shut people up, Deva. Yeah, no, but I agree with you. Um, I actually agree with you that it was refreshing. I, as a fan and as a wrestler, I enjoy squashes because it's in and out for the people, for the people involved in the ring. Uh, I don't like long matches too much like it's fun yes it gets dramatic yes but uh give me something that ends fast you know give me something that really captures the imagination and pisses a lot of people off by being fast so i enjoyed (laughs) the fact that it was a squash and as for why it happened so we have a report from fightful now uh they say or sean ross sap reports that punk is not injured he is okay this was all part of the plan um, John Moxley apparently did not like the original plans for All Out, so um, I'm guessing he was uh, written to lose at All Out. So he pitched this uh, this title change, uh, this squash match for tonight, for today, and then they ran with it, right? So uh, that's what happened. And then apparently the match again, the, there's a rematch against Punk uh, that will still happen in a couple of weeks in two in two weekends. And I'm guessing Mox is still gonna lose. So that's the reason why. It's not because Punk is injured. 
It's not because he's pissed a lot of people off and he's leaving AEW or whatever, whatever have you. It would just bring MJF or AD, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so, um, Anyway, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Gian makes a good point here. Uh, Punk cannot lose in Chicago. That's a good point. I didn't. I didn't think about that. I forgot that all that was in Chicago. That's oh, true. Chicago. That's true. Yeah. Uh, although that brings me to my next point. Um, Hangman Page was not involved at all in this story. So the thing that Punk did last week with Hangman, where he called out Hangman all of a sudden in the story that has nothing to do with Hangman Page at all. So that kind of proves that Punk was being a dick, you know? Yeah. So that was <laughs> yeah. him being a dick. So uh, we didn't get to talk about these rumors last week. I said they showed, they popped up after we recorded the show, the rest of the stream. So I want to get your thoughts. Um, now that we know that it was off script, what was it the right thing to do? Was it a good thing for Punk to do? Emil, what, you're the Punk fan. What, did, what do you yeah. think about that off script thing? Um, what I thought about it uh, was it's not something it's not something new with CM Punk. He has done this so many times before, like on screen and off screen. Uh, so yeah, it's not a surprising move. But I still, you know, I still like I'm a Punk fan, but I still uh, feel like that was that was cheap and that was so uncalled for. Like why? Like he's not even part of the story. He's Part of a different storyline from a, like a different, like a di different thing from what they were having with Moxley, and then right. he, out of the blue, he would he 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 calls Hangman Page a coward, and he calls him out when he's not even supposed to. He's not it's not part of the script, so it's for me it's not new for him because he has a track record of, of being a dick to to have. I mean, I think every punk fan knows he's a dick. Like you can't <laughs> yeah. be a CM Punk fan and know and uh, think not, he's no. not a dick. He's a dick, right? right? Yeah. So it's not surprising, but I still felt like it was so uncalled for, and I it, I was kind of like angry or mad at Punk for for doing that because again, Hangman Page, he's the homegrown guy in AEW, and CM Punk is the outsider. So parang parang medyo may pagkabasto sa part ni CM Punk to do that off script. It's not even part of any storyline, any program. So, uh, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a dickish move, but with Punk, it's not even surprising that uh, <laughs> he does something like that. Right. Stevie, what did you think of what Punk said? Uh, have you guys seen your episode of you know, Being the Elite when this happened? May, may no, clips I have not. There are clips backstage. Hey, Hangman, Hangman, Punk's calling for you. Does he? Hangman's like, shut the fuck up! I don't care. Like, sobrang comedy skit talaga. Parang feeling ko they don't care. They'll probably build build to it once they settle down na lahat ng gamit. Like maybe, maybe when Punk defeats Moxie's all out, then we'll get Punk versus Hangman. Then after Punk versus Hangman, then we'll get MGF versus Punk. The match we're all waiting for. Because I don't, I didn't really care for the whole punk going to the business for himself. I mean, after what he did to Cole Cabana, it's like, eh, wala, <laughs> respect okay, punk. So, parang, come on, man. Yeah, no, um, it was so long. Yeah, no, um, when you said that uh, they're gonna do ha Hangman versus Punk, 
Why not just take the shot at Hangman when they when it's time for them to do that? Why why did you have to fit it in, Deba? In this yeah, entire story it, yes. that is yeah. completely nothing to do with Hangman Page. Because they moved on because they had another yeah. pressing issue. So Emil is I agree with Emil here. And uh, I believe that super uncalled for. And right now, to me, the honeymoon period of CM Punk has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, dude, like, come on, man. You're, um, Booker T had a nice thing to say about this. Uh, to paraphrase it, um, CM Punk is supposed to be in this leadership role in the locker room. He's like in his 40s, but he's he's what, uh, almost 20 years in the business, right? Mm-hmm. And he's still this petty because I, I think I. I think he's he was still being petty because he uh, he he did an uncalled for a shot, and he can deny it all he wants in the name of business, in the name of uh, works, in the name of kayfabe, if you will. But it's just such a bad look, and yes. I was so disappointed with Punk because after almost 10 years of being gone from the wrestling industry, I thought he would have grown up and mellowed out, but. Um, it's it's the same old punk. It's the same old angry, bitter, childish, juvenile, petty CM Punk. It's not a good look. It's super uncool. I have seen enough people be like that, and I'm just so tired of all the roughness, of all the of the of the brashness, of the of the rough edges, if you will. So uh, it's really annoying. And if Punk can't grow up, in yeah. I I I want to move on from him. Like, um, it's Punk has been a dick for so long, uh, as Emil said. Um, you're not a CM Punk fan if um, if you don't know that he's a dick. Pero come on, walaman ng, char- ng character development after all these years, right? Uh, let's, let's read some comments uh, on the chat. May I, Sorry, yeah, Sorry. Go, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Emil, go ahead. Uh, like, and then and one thing, CM Punk. I think he has no right to be this bitter. If like back then in WWE, maybe you could give him some, some, yes, some slack yes, right. oh, because yeah. like yeah, like the WWE is also another toxic workplace. But here, he's being handed everything that that he wants. So what I shall, what I right to be that petty, to be that bitter, to be that angry. Like in my opinion, like yeah, and also he's lucky that Hangman isn't as petty as CM Punk because yes. if he is. This would have been a uh, like a much bigger thing that than it is. Like, yeah, diba? Medyo naglaylo na yung, yung drama. But if Hangman was just as petty, oh, pag pag pinatulan ni Hangman yun, this would be like a this would cause a much bigger uh, story. So, pasalamat talaga na yung binabanggaya is someone who I think doesn't really doesn't play the the same dirty tactics as as he does. Yeah, I agree. Um, I forgot to mention. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, when he was when he walked out of the WWE, he was fighting against the evil corporation, which is something I totally understand. But now he is part of the establishment. He is close to the boss. He is getting everything that he wants. And there's no. You're right. There, there is no reason for him to be this salty. Like, uh, build up your 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 locker room. Like, uh, support your guys. Like, uh, talk to them in private. If I know at least, diba? Like work this thing out like adults. Don't bring it out. Um, don't bring it out like that, and try to turn it into a story, into a program, without letting the other guy know. That's so bad. 
Yeah. Uh, let's let's let's, uh, let's, talk, let's see some chat, uh, some comments in the chat. Lance says, "Wasn't excuse to punk the Yeah, agree, agree. Uh, Roman says he's no Edge, a true legend. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle says he's happy for Mox, but sana hindi na natalo si Hangman. Julian says the gaslight pa lang, lang pala tayo ni Punk. No? Um, maybe, uh, maybe he, uh, maybe he didn't. I, I think he didn't gaslight. Uh, I think that he just, um, I think he just really is like that. I think he was also sincere about changing. Pero talagang ano, in, in real life, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, before we move on to the next topic, let's take a quick break here and let's tell you about how you can support the podcast with your online shopping on Lazada. So um, it's going to be nine nine in a couple of weeks, in a few weeks. So if you are getting anything that you want and need from Lazada, because hashtag nasa Lazada yan, all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast. In the process, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the mobile app and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost for, from you. So now let's hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, all right. Uh, before we move on, um, we would like to say hey to Fight Star on Kumu, who is, uh, I believe, uh, the head of Kumu Sports team, right? Tamabas event. Oh. All right. He sent us a bunch of halo, halo. Manamik salamat for that. Uh, we now have 4,000 diamonds. And he was number one, also said, uh, sent us a super halo, halo. Thank you so much. Uh, he says merch. Yes, please, please uh, get our merch. I totally forgot where, <laughs> where they can get our merch. Um, I'll tell you later. I'll find that out later. Uh, Saying hey to everyone again on Kumu. Thank you for dropping by and watching us on Kumu. Uh, thank you for smashing those hearts, letting everyone know that uh, you are enjoying the wrestling talk on the Kumu stream. So yeah, uh, let's uh, move or let's move on. Let's move forward. Um, still on the subject of AEW. Um, Let's move on from one backstage oh. drama to the other. So I found out today that Eddie Kingston was suspended by Tony Khan from AEW for around two weeks because he started a backstage altercation with Sammy Guevara. So Sammy Guevara, in a promo on Rampage a couple of weeks ago, he called Eddie Kingston a fat piece of shit. Uh, which uh, we do not agree with because we do not body shame. And uh, Eddie Kingston had a, Eddie Kingston had a problem with that. And uh, he, he started some shit. And then he got suspended. And now 
to his credit, the man Eddie Kingston has uh, apologized and said he was and admitted that he was unprofessional about the whole thing. But it goes to show that there is a lot of drama going on in the <laughs> AEW backstage area. It's more dangerous than the NXT parking lot, and uh, <laughs> uh, talagang parang high school sa AEW right now, and. A lot of tempers are flaring. A lot of egos are flaring. A lot of egos are bruised. A lot of things are going down. Guys, as outsiders, as fans, I want to ask you, what do you all think? Uh, what, what is, how does that make you feel about a wrestling company when you find out that the inmates are everywhere and trying to run the wow. asylum? Uh, Steven, let's, let's start with you. I'm not surprised. I mean, we always come, everyone keeps comparing AEW to WCW, and we know what happened in WCW. If you don't have somebody holding a leash on all the wrestlers, wala, masisira lang talaga yung company. Eh. So you, you gotta have somebody stern who people will listen to. Um, I'm surprised what I'm gonna thing backstage like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> fix these things. Sting has lived through how many years of WCW True. shit? True. And yeah. not do anything to AEW. Like, come on, man. You're a legend. You're. Si Sting na ngayon nag naging loyal sa WCW for life. And yet, <laughs> walang biyago dito to fix it. And like, yeah, I get it. He's probably here for the money. But like, come on, man. Come on. Come on, Stinger. This isn't you. Walang. Walang. TNA Sting was the best. <laughs> I know you. This isn't you. <laughs> Look at me. This isn't you. All right, Emil, uh, as a fan, what do you feel about uh, the inmates and the high school kids, the teenagers? Honestly, I'm surprised if this only happened now because a wrestling company, there's a lot of egos involved. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, massive, like, most of the guys these days are chill, but they still have egos. And I'm surprised this only happened. Now, I was really expecting when AEW started, I was expecting at some point there will be growing pains. And this is part of the growing pains. Egos clashing, backstage drama. It's bound to happen in a wrestling company. And I'm surprised it only took this like now to happen. But So I'm not surprised that this happened. I'm just surprised that it took... How many years? Three years into the company's existence for, for shit to go down like this. So, yeah, it's, I don't want to say it's normal. Like, we don't normalize. Oh, it is very normal. It's very normal. Sorry, yeah. I have to say it. It's super normal. I will. <laughs> like, but go we on. Don't, as much as possible, we don't want a very toxic work environment. But the truth is, when you're like together for that long and there's new people coming in, old people coming out, and then like things, Things happen in the company. There's bound to be backstage drama. There's bound to be fights, egos clashing. So it's not surprising. And again, what I'm going to echo on what Steven said, why are the veterans or the, those tenured people from the wrestling business not really doing anything about it? I mean, Sting. We also have how many like agents we have in, in, in the company, guys like Dean Malenko, guys like um, William Regal, guys, guys like him who has been through the 90s where like the backstage politics was at an all-time high. So 
so the premise of AW being like a backstage politics free company is is now over. And the honeymoon phase, as I like to call it, the honeymoon phase of AEW where, every, where everybody's happy, happy is over. And dito masusubukan si TK on how he can manage people. Because Tony Khan is very new to the wrestling business. He's only been like, like he's only been in the business for less than five years. So dito masusubukan how he is as, as a, as a boss. And, and yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's my feelings right. about it. Sure, sure. Uh, Alan says they don't have an Undertaker-like locker room leader, which he thinks Punk was trying to be. Yeah, Punk was trying to yeah. be that, and then he goes out and <laughs> talks shit about Hangman Page on live TV without without them even speaking about it backstage. So that doesn't reflect well on the kind of locker room leader he was trying to be. All right, that was Aaron says, uh, major exciting show in real life. Uh, real life drama produces the best in-ring content, but there needs to be a balance. Yes, there needs to be a balance. Yes. Um, there needs to be a uh, there needs to be a mature way of handling this thing, th- this shit. Uh, you can't just you can feel a, a certain way about your your coworker, your colleague, right? There's, it's okay to not like someone else backstage, but uh, keep it in your pants, man, right? Um, uh, it's not gonna affect them now, but uh, if the workplace gets toxic enough. It will definitely affect them in the future. It can lead to the best people leaving. Um, they don't want that. Tony Khan doesn't want that. I don't want that as a fan. So um, I hope that they can get it under control. And to me, I've seen this happen with my own eyes. I've seen workplaces fall apart because other people can't keep themselves in check. They can't act like adults in the room. And this reflects terribly on Tony Khan. Yes. Like um, he he's trying to get a handle on it now. There are reports that he has been uh, trying to tighten uh, how people interact with each other, talent relations backstage. But now, long after everything has happened, right? but um, what I noticed is that he is too busy being one of the boys, like um, like Glendale said, "Ang duwag nila sobra." I think he's busy trying to make the boys happy, and you know. Trying, I don't know if he's scared of being a firm hand on the back on the on the roster, but he needs to be a firm hand. He needs to yes. he needs to tell the people that um, this is real shit. This is a real business that's happening or that's being conducted by a bunch of professionals. The pro in pro wrestling stands for professional, and we cannot forget that. Um, how, how do I know that this works? You see WWE. WWE may have people not liking each other backstage, but they're not falling apart. They're not. They're not crumbling apart backstage. We don't hear news of people uh, going into business for themselves. Means I'm meron, but you know, not in a way that almost derails the show. You know, uh, they derailed the pay per view card of All Out because they ended up not promoting Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kingston after they built that up a couple of weeks ago. So. Um, yeah, Jackie says Bahat Tony Khan thinks that if, if he yeah. has a firm hand, he he'll be like Vince. Yeah, I agree. I, that makes sense. But you have to draw a line somewhere. You're the boss. You're not one of the guys. You can act like one of the guys sometimes, but you're the boss. You are paying the, you're paying your boys money. They are trying to make money for you. They're trying to make a good product for you, and it is only well within your right to trust them to act right. So, so Get it together, man. Get it together, please. Yeah. 
it's a professional company out there. So let's get it together. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, I think there's been too much said about uh, the um, the unprofessional or the relatively unprofessional nature of the AEW locker room. So Sana, they get that together, they get that fixed. Let's move on to some better news from WWE. As of this Monday's Raw, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano is back. He did not return in at the Raw in Cleveland. He returned at the Raw in Toronto. Uh, Emil, I saw you celebrating. What are your thoughts on Johnny Wrestling? Uh, I, I was actually thinking about this uh, the other day. Maybe a reason why they uh, made this... Uh, debut now is because AEW is in Cleveland, so I only lam expect your patawa. Johnny Gargano will <laughs> take you. Surprise, though. I mean, like if you yeah, give surprise, the surprise yeah. that everyone was waiting for, like Punk in Chicago, it's <laughs> Yeah, but again, I'm so happy that Johnny Gargano uh, has debuted uh, to the main roster and has returned to WWE. Uh, true story. Uh, again, I, I worked at night, right? So I kind of slept through Raw and then nagising ako when I heard Rebel Heart and I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> so <laughs> I woke up to Rebel Heart and I was so I let us I let I let out this scream. It was Johnny Gargano, he's back and I'm super happy that uh like WWE is the place to be for Johnny because AW like there's a lot of guys like that wrestles like him so he may not have a slot that he deserves there so uh Good thing he he went to WWE. Right, Steven, what, what do you think about Johnny Wrestling? But I feel like the fact that Triple H na ang in charge of day-to-day operations ng WWE really changes a lot. Feeling ko talaga, hopefully, nga, um, I was like browsing a few wrestling news sites. Hopefully naman yung honeymoon period na to would last very long. Para lang, you know, we could have some fair competition between WWE and AEW. Para mapilitan din ng AEW to step up. Kasi WWE has become must-watch wrestling again. And Johnny Gargano is going to be the next Daniel Bryan. I'm telling you. He, he, imagine right, what Gargano defeats Roman Reigns next year at WrestleMania. Like that's, that's a underdog story one storytelling 101 right there. Like just just do it, you know? I mean, we we've seen it happen before with Triple H and Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson himself before. I'm excited. Right. Excited to see Johnny resting back on WWE. And you know, hopefully um the way will reunite as well, but we will see what happens because Mohang Ibon direction ni Dexter Dumis. And theory, because yeah. you know, theory yeah. is now yeah. officially feuding with Gargano. Yeah. Uh, that yung sequence to for me. Dapat theory muna <laughs> Brad, Brad. Actually, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, I was about to ask that. Thank you for bringing that up. What did you guys think about the way they did it? Like they just cut the commercial break, and then all of a sudden they come back to the stadium, to the arena, and then his music plays without any warning at all. <laughs> And he randomly comes out and he, Triple H is banking on everyone to recognize who Johnny Gargano is and pop for him. So what did you think? Emil, you, you uh, slept through it. What did you think about how it went down? Again, I was, I was surprised. And like, again, it was, 
after commercial break so wala man lang wala man lang pasabi wala man lang, no one spoke before his theme music hit so it was right after commercial but for me it's a refreshing thing you know we're so used to returns and debuts uh being announced in advance to sell tickets but this is something new this is something different and and i like how in the his in his entrance the commentary didn't speak they let the moment like breathe Uh, and again, like like again for a guy like me, I was sleeping. Then I woke up. Rebel Heart was playing. I was so shocked. I was so surprised. I was so happy. So uh, it's a refreshing way for someone to debut or return to you know to to, to the to the programming. So all right, so it was good for you that they just <laughs> randomly did it like <laughs> yes. that. Okay, so yes, that's it was cool. good for me. Steven, what did you think? Random return? <laughs> no. It was a bad idea. Dapat balikan, to be honest. Kasi, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's like remember yung kay John Cena Brock Lesnar sa Raw after Mania 28 or 29. I can't remember. 29. 28. I think I was 28. Yeah. When Lesnar came back, parang ano lang? Parang feeling ko they could have built it up a little. You know, Austin Theory or Theory could have like um dropped a few hints. You know, like. Like I know the way to the no to the WWE yeah. Championship. This this money in the bank briefcase is the way to the blah blah blah. He just keeps emphasizing that, and then Johnny Gargano comes out. I mean, the Raw crowd is not the NXT smart smarty crowd. So dapat talaga give little hints. So parang maybe si Yuri can mention si Dexter Loomis running around. You know, just, just little bits bits and pieces. Para lang ma build up your anticipation and tao. Like, Why does he keep mentioning Loomis? Why does he keep saying this? You know, parang, you know, parang, now that my father figure is gone, you know, I need, you know, maybe I should go back to NXT and find my family. Parang ganun. My father figure in NXT. And then, dalo ba si Johnny Gargano? It's like, oh. Wow, you, you, you know, really I mean, booked this whole thing. <laughs> sayang. Sayang. Uh, Gian says he got the pop. Though. I agree. He got the pop. And he also yeah. said that Toronto yeah. knows him because he did win a championship in Toronto. Diba? So, I cried. Um, I cried watching that match. In a takeover. Exactly. In a takeover. So good. Yeah. Aaron says uh, it feels like how Todd Grisham uh, called Christian's return in the <laughs> WCW back Christian. in 2009. It's Christian. It's Christian. <laughs> And that's it. Like, multi-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion, former... <laughs> Or TNA World Champion, like that's it. Like what the hell, man? <laughs> right. You could at least um, mention NWA because by that point, without new NWA to TNA. Hey. Right. Uh, I, I gotta say, it was a good thing that they managed to keep it a big surprise, a big secret. Uh, nobody knew backstage what it was hap- what it was happening. I think that also played into why the commentators were relatively quiet when he came out because they didn't know. As far as I know, it wasn't listed in the internal run sheet of the show, so maybe they weren't aware to that. But at that point, you should be surprised. Like the natural reaction should be, "I'm super surprised. I'm super shocked." Right at this, at this, uh, this return. So yeah, all right. That's. Um, I think we've gotten all our feelings out on Johnny Gargano. I think everyone here is really happy. Everyone in the chat is really happy about Johnny Wrestling being back. Um. Uh, it's only a good thing. Again, uh, we have to reiterate: it's a good thing for um, it's a good thing for a bunch of people in the Triple H regime, and uh, for us fans as well. 
Right. Let's move forward to the next bit of big news from WWE. Let's next slide, please, uh, producer Mike. Right. Uh, after we f- went off the air last week, uh, we found out on Friday that NXT UK is being canceled and NXT Europe is now in the works. So according to William Regal, NXT Europe has been in the works for 10 years. So they've been trying to make that happen for 10 years. And the derail shot because Triple H had to be sidelined. And now that he's back, he is um, he is fast-tracking it. And now you see the guys from NXT UK, the champions, are all in America right now. And they're about to unify um, They're about to unify it with the NXT champions at Worlds Collide on September 4. Okay, so uh, who wants to... Um, who wants to talk about how they seem to be rushing this for NXT UK? Because they haven't even finished showing the NXT UK yeah, Championship tournament. <laughs> tournament right? Who yeah. wants to? Uh, who wants to give their take? I'll go. I'll go. Uh, oh, sorry, go Emil. Go Emil. Uh, okay, so so again, this was another out of the blue news because again, just like Rose said, the tournament, the tournament for the UK Championship hasn't even made air yet so <laughs> it was it was kind of uh, it was out of nowhere but i'm curious to see what is going to be the difference between the nxt uk and nxt europe how will nxt europe be different from nxt uk so it's just going to be like not just talents from the uk but all over europe so and how like how are they going to present this they need to present this differently than they did with NXT UK, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. If if this is going to be another NXT UK, maybe I'm going to be a little bit disappointed with the reform, with the with the with with the reformat. But if this is something new, then like this is something to watch out for because WWE didn't really do a good job promoting NXT UK. I mean, it was it's in the air now for how many years, but. A lot of people seem to have forgotten that it, it even existed. So this is maybe a fresh start for that concept, and I hope they they deliver when once this uh, becomes becomes a thing uh, in sometime near in the near future. Right. Before we move on to Steven, I just wanted to say forgot to mention a bunch of NXT UK uh, yeah. wrestlers were released from the roster. A few remain. Uh, Charlie Dempsey. Uh, aside from the champions, we have Charlie Dempsey, Ilya Dragunov, Isla Dawn, uh, Ginny. Um, so at the core of for NXT UK, and Emil mentioned how different is it going to be? Is NXT Europe going to be for NXT UK? If you guys follow NXT UK. Um, NXT UK was pretty much NXT Europe already. It just had the yeah. UK name. They yeah. had guys from uh, from Germany uh, before, from Italy uh, with Fabian Eichner, Austria for with Volta now Gunther. So um, it's not going to be that much different. So I think they're going to carry on Triple H's vision for NXT. Right, Stephen, what did you think of this uh, of this development? I think it's a good thing because. A lot of people basically forgot about NXT UK. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like they could have done it a, a little slower. Mejo gets that Triple H is eager to like put his stamp on WWE. Na. But did you really have to like rush through it? Like, okay. Yes. 
Tyler Bate goes to NXT, Meiko Satomura appears. It's like, wait lang, wait lang. Like, slow down. You gotta give people time to, like, realize who these people are. I mean, yes. I'm glad na your NXT, I'm glad, hindi nga pala full sale. I, I'm glad the Performance Center um, gave respect to Meiko Satomura, the proper, you know, respect to Meiko Satomura when she came out. Like, when Tyler Bate came out, like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pero parang, they could have at least Calm down a bit. Like, dahan yes. dahan. Then you do worlds collide. Yeah, agree, down. agree, agree. I, I, I don't understand it either. I don't understand why they had to pigeonhole worlds collide. Like NXT Europe is happening, is launching in 2023, so they have time. Yeah. So I don't understand why they're right now. Uh, if you were gonna have the NXT UK guys appear on NXT stateside anyway, then you can do that for as long as you want. Like we're still in August, we're only crossing <laughs> over into September, right? Yeah. So I don't understand why you're Uh All right, Emil, do you have anything else to add to this? What do you? What do you uh, may I have a question? Uh, so, where? Where are you going to be in the US? I think yeah, in the US. I believe okay. in the Performance Center. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I thought this. I thought it was gonna be like because. Clash in the Castle is in Wales, and they're gonna run. The oh, show. I don't know. I think I don't think they're going over to the UK. Yeah, okay. So they're already here. Kung ganun pala, di sana lumipat na sila sa ano. Nilipat nila yung ano, yung American guys to the UK, di ba? So I think um, it's it's a switch. It's it's a trade. All right. Uh, a lot of you guys are um, pretty much uh, agreeing, I guess, with the whole thing. Uh, you guys are pretty sad then about uh, the fate of the NXT UK roster. So uh, uh, we'll find out more as we go along, I guess. So yeah. interesting to see. Yeah. We, we will we will predict uh, the card next week because it's going to be a huge card. It's going to be a huge episode. Three shows to predict. So uh, yeah. good luck to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's, uh, before we move on to the next topic, let's take another break, guys. And uh, before we take that break... Let me let me tell you how to support the podcast with your online shopping via Shopee, a brand that Stephen knows all too well about. Um, <laughs> nine nine is happening again nine, in a few nine. weeks. Nine nine, nine, nine. Uh, a, a bunch of deals happening. Super brand day, I believe. How does that go, Stephen? You know how? How's that go? The double double nine, sale. Nine. Double double sale. Yeah. All right, Devon. So uh, a bunch of good deals, and if you're getting that and supporting the podcast in the process. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9 and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser, add to cart, and check out from the app as well. And again, what you buy will help us with what we do here in the podcast. Again, at no extra cost, right? Let's now take a break and listen here from our fellow podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, quick shout-outs from Kumu. Uh, he was number one, says Cuff, Goldberg, and Jericho Cuff. I don't know. I forgot what I was in reference to, but uh, uh, I, I think that was in reference to the whole yeah, backstage. The, yeah, the backstage. backstage. I know. Ali <laughs> um, After that, he was number one, also says Toronto is like a second home for Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, it is. No, uh, Hell's Bells, Hell's underscore Bells sent us hello, hello. Thank you again for that. Thank you to everyone who is tuned in on Kumu right now. Keep smashing those hearts. Send us a hala hala if you will. And just enjoy the wrestling talk here on Kumu. Right, Babyface producer Mike, let's move on to the next slide, please. Edge 
in Toronto, a hometown return successes. Give a quick take on this. Uh, I'll spoil uh, spoiler alert. This is going to be my pick of the week. Really fun match, as I said on Twitter and on TikTok. Edge is uh, unrivaled when it comes to putting together a match. It was a really fun main event. And it was a good thing that he won in Toronto because under Vince, he likely would not have won in his hometown. What do you guys think? Emil, let's start with you. All right. So this was a, a really good uh, return for Edge uh, in Toronto. Uh, like, hindi pa sila pumunta sa Toronto since Edge came back, right? Yeah, This is like the first time since, yeah. since he came back that they were in Toronto and the hometown crowd really loved uh love and adore edge and and the match the match was really good like it was a combination of this month-long storyline of like edge recruiting damon pete damon priest to the judgment day and then judgment day turning uh their backs on him and this is kind of in him uh doing this revenge tour so it was a good storyline arc from beginning to end and that culminated with, the, with a really fun fun match with edge Pulling off a Canadian destroyer, like <laughs> at his yeah. at his age, for him to pull a move like that is incredible. Um, so yeah, this was a really good return for for Edge uh, in in uh, Toronto in Canada. Yeah, Alan wow. said it's a Canadian destroyer in Canada Can- performed by yes. a Canadian. <laughs> so, I, well, the original Canadian destroyer was performed by a Canadian. Yes. Um, 48 years old says Roman J can do a Canadian destroyer. I, I kind of hate to burst people's bubbles here. I'm going to be the, the, the wrestler who pulls back the curtain. But that's a, that's a simple front flip that everyone yes. is trained <laughs> to do in the first day of wrestling training. So, um, the, the, I, I think the, what the, that move, it really, the, uh, for it to be successful, uh, must depend on sa, sa, sa taker, sa receiver, the taker. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. because he needs to to assist the guy who's gonna do the flip. So <laughs> I, I actually found it funny because it, it was super slow as fuck. That was the slowest yeah. Canadian destroyer I've ever seen. I'm an Edge guy. I love Edge. Edge was one of my first favorite wrestlers, but it was hilarious. Masobram baga ng Canadian destroyer niya. It was it was stuck in first gear, and like I guess you. You're never too old to learn a new trick, but yeah. let's keep let's keep that in the in the bag of <laughs> tricks for now. All right, let's move forward. Uh, Stephen had to tend uh, to an emergency. Move forward. Next slide, please. Uh, Babyface producer Mike. Sheamus versus Gunta, set in the first Intercontinental Championship defense on the WWE pay per view in over a year. That is a travesty. Like I said on Twitter and on TikTok, Sheamus versus Gunta is going to be a lot of fun. This is a physical brawl that I would like to very much see. I want to see them beat the fuck out of each other up. And yeah, that's all I can say about it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. People like to shit on Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes, but uh, Sheamus is low-key good. Emil, what do you think? Okay, so this is a really uh, good su- uh, good thing that will happen. We're go- finally going to get an Intercontinental Championship match at a pay-per-view for the first time since WrestleMania 37. It's been over a year. And there's no two guys I'd rather have have an intercontinental championship match in Wales than Sheamus and Gunther. If we're look like basing on what we saw the last few weeks with the United States Championship matches and the Intercontinental Championship matches, this one is going to be good. Just 
two two big men slapping meat. <laughs> yes, Next, big meaty uh, men slapping meat. Yes, big meaty men slapping meat. Uh, so this is going to be a good one. I'm excited for this. Janelle says, if Drew and Roman won't steal the show, this match will. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Champere in the Triple H era, everyone is getting minutes, like big minutes on the floor, right? So uh, when you give Gunther and Sheamus minutes, it can be magic. So I think this will steal the show. I agree. So yeah, uh, big mini men slapping meat. Euro Haas match says Alan. So guys, move forward. Uh, Babyface producer Mike, next slide. All right, um, we're switching back over to AEW. Thunder Rosa is injured, and now there is an interim women's world championship created for All Out. Um, I think this is them trying to save uh, a women's division that is completely run out of steam. So yeah. they try their best to do um, do their best with uh, with Thunder Rosa, but it just did not take. And I think there's a real life heat as well between Brit and Rosa. So again, another part of um, another part of AEW backstage drama. So yeah, uh, what do you think of these four women? I think this is a good choice for uh, for the championship match. Yeah. So this is like the, the core four women that will build this, rebuild this division with. I may just say it was so weird early on Dynamite when Britt Baker had that promo in the ring, basically dissing Thunder Rosa by saying that when she, when she was a champion, she defended it while she was injured. So that was kind of weird because Rosa is out of the match and they're not really feuding at this point. But yeah, this is going to be a good match for the best workers in the women's division that is active as of this moment. So, and I, I'm, Pulling for Jamie Hader to win this uh, for some reason. I know maybe it's going to be Tony Storm, but in my hearts of heart, I want Jamie Jamie Hader to finally win the AEW Women's Championship and rebuild this brand, uh, the, the the division. I'm sorry, of the Women's Division uh, right. AEW. Yeah, um, no, I think the problem here is may sabi sabi that uh, the women's division isn't doing a lot for AEW, but that's the problem when you don't book them yeah. consistently. Yeah. That's not the problem. It's not the fault of the women. It's not their fault. A lot of these women are big brands unto themselves. A lot of fans love them. It's a matter of Tony Khan not doing what, uh, not doing them justice at all. So, uh, if you have a problem with the women, it's because you're not giving them screen yeah. time. It's because you're busy giving screen time to the, the ass boys and the acclaimed, right? <laughs> like they can only do so much with the time that they that, that is given to them. Like if you're not going to give them time, then how, how, how are you going to expect results? So it's just like they, they need to be, they need to be given some attention. They need to be given some, some time for them to flourish and have a momentum going forward. Yeah, so super sad. Um, Tony Khan was busy trying to sign these big names that WWE let go. And then, yun, uh, as people have said, um, people have predicted properly, uh, out with them. And I hate that I hate that I was proven wrong here and uh proven uh proven by Tony Khan that he still doesn't give a shit about his women. <laughs> Pretty sad. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh Mike, are you still there? Let's move on to the next slide, please. Uh yeah. Um Steven is back. Uh still on AEW. 
it was yeah. made official uh, earlier today. Ryan Danielson will be going up against Chris Jericho at All Out and not Daniel Garcia. So uh, Daniel Garcia, I think, has made his choice. It seems as though he has made his choice. I think he wants to be a pro wrestler and not a sports entertainer. Um, the first time we saw Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho was in NXT, the very first episode of NXT on in 2010. Yeah. I think this will be fun. What do you guys think, Steven? You were gone for a while. What do you think? It's been a while, no? Twelve years. <laughs> I, I think it, I think Brian's gonna bring out the best in Chris Jericho because very like okay, Chris Jericho is not Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson caliber. But he's very close. If he if he wanted to, Jericho can go in the ring if he really wanted to. So I'm predicting that this is gonna be a good match. That's all. I'm gonna I'm excited. But like I just wish it had more build up. Because uh, all of a sudden Daniel Garcia decided now you have like two more weeks. You could have done it on like the last week on the go home show of of um, Dynamite. Para lang at least may excitement automatic na hey you know Daniel Garcia finally decided on the last week like we gotta buy all out now but like ito, it's like eh, two more weeks it's like you could have could have done better than that like, no I think this was okay I think this was fine uh, this okay. one was brewing for quite a while um, mm-hmm. the transition from Daniel Garcia to Chris Jericho so I think it still makes sense um, it still followed a natural progression for me. All right, Emil, what do you think? Okay, so they, I, I'm, it's interesting how they, in the match graphic, it says Lionheart Chris Jericho. So are we going to get the Chris Jericho that we saw a few weeks ago against John Moxley, which I really like that Chris Jericho because he wrestled more. Like he, he, he was moving really well during that match. And with a partner, with a dance partner like Brian Danielson, who, who could get a five-star match out of basically everyone, this may be a low key, like, uh, may steal the show, come all out. So, uh, I, I like this match. I like this development, but I feel like there's going to be a swerve, uh, with Daniel Garcia. I feel like maybe this is me just watching too much. Yeah, go, go, go. Talk your talk, man. Talk your talk. Maybe he's like, uh, Daniel Garcia will swerve on Brian Danielson because Danielson did beat him. So maybe as a measure of revenge. He's gonna, you know, low key, like maybe, you know, have some doubts and then come all out. He's gonna interfere, hit Ryan and help Jericho and retain his sports entertainer character. Maybe, maybe that's 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 just me. So, so, so you think it's all a swerve? It's, yeah, it's all a ruse, all a swerve. Actually, interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, I don't, I won't put that past them. I do think that it's likely that. Uh, Although I will say, um, Chris Jericho turning back into the Lionheart, I think Sana self awareness of that under Triple H, especially now the Triple H has allowed the word wrestling and wrestler and wrestle again to be mentioned. I don't think that the sports entertainer thing doesn't work as much anymore because okay, uh, nobody in WWE is calling themselves sports entertainment anymore, so it doesn't yeah. the, the 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 dig doesn't work anymore. So I hope that this is them adjusting to it. Although it is good. It's a good heel gimmick to uh, to call themselves sports entertainers. So sayang na kasi nag-adjust na yung WWE. All right. Uh, let's move on to our final talk point of the week. Okada 
wins the back-to-back G1 Climax. This is why I brought Steven on here. Just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. The question for you, Steven. Um, first, is this to make up for last year's non-event with Koda Ibushi? You know, honestly, Osprey should have won. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, Osprey should have won. Because, look, Okada's going to be on paternity leave. Like, dude, give him a break. <laughs> Like, he doesn't have the way that she won again. He's already won it three times. I'm like, uh, are we like trying to forget that Ibushi basically won like three, three beat, if I recall correctly? I don't know, man. You're the back. expert here. Man, it's, it's, <laughs> You're the expert in NJPW. <laughs> I think only back to back. Ibushi like was so cocky saying I'm gonna be the wrestling god and he did become the god of wrestling. I, I don't know, like this feels like a case of ah New Japan 50th anniversary, let's just stick it to our golden boy. Oh god is gonna lead us to the next, you know, 50 years and all. So like I feel like it's the safe bet. Yeah, super lazy, lazy bet. Uh, super lazy sorry. bet. Super lazy safe bet. Like I I get it's the 50th anniversary, it's tradition, but like maybe it's because they're scared that Osprey's gonna get injured again or get sick again. Considering I think during one of the, his uh, G1 climax uh, post match promos, Osprey did say that he nearly died from a, like a kidney infection or something uh, recently. So maybe that's another reason why Hindi uh, Hindi pinned down as the G1 climax winner. But I guess now, looking like, in retrospect, it's not so bad because now we're we're probably getting Kenny versus Will in Wrestle Kingdom because it seems like that's what's gonna happen. From what happened today in AEW, yeah. they're gonna like slowly build up to it. And knowing how New Japan works, and Kenny for sure knows how everything works there, it's gonna be a very slow build. For all we know, Bahamag World Tag League si Kenny with like I don't know, like. Kenny and Hangman? I don't know. <laughs> you seriously they, think that NJPW will take Kenny back? And Kenny will want to go back to NJPW? I think Kenny wants to go back. But I feel like, you know, I, like it's going to be... It's going to be weird. But I mean, they did mention that he was a never former never six-man tag champion when Kenny came back last week. So maybe, maybe the man... Um, maybe the man... The, the, how do you call it? The, maybe the wounds have healed. The wounds of time have healed it. Bahanaman okay na Gedo, who knows? You know, or maybe Dick Togo convinced him to, you know, maybe like just let Kenny come back. Because if Kenny comes back around, say, power struggle in November, that's gonna be huge. Like for Japan. Like I know Japan has like the really weird rule where you can't cheer. But if say Kenny Omega somehow makes an announcement, like how Chris Jericho announced that he was coming to NJPW. We're gonna get lots of cheering. We're gonna get lots of women screaming, Kenny! Always. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, I mean, after Shinsuke, it became Kenny! Anyway, but um, Okada was a weird choice. Will Osprey versus Kenny's gonna happen. I have a feeling Osprey versus Omega is gonna happen to the Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Jay White versus Okada. Jay White's gonna pin. <laughs> I want Jay White to pin Okada just to like. <laughs> Make the whole Tokido Buddhist shit out of him. In down. 
<laughs> uh, people are asking. Uh, people are saying hashtag Bring Back the Golden Lovers. Uh, Ibushi has wants nothing to do with New <sighs> Japan, guys. He no. has completely broken up with New Japan. He hates the people there. I mean, uh, his he, mom really committed right? suicide. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they 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 did his mom dirty as well. Amy, what do you think of Okada uh, in the G1 and winning the yeah, G1? I'm gonna agree with Steven here. It's a safe bet. Like whenever things things go sideways, just give Okada the win. But yeah, I agree. Osprey should have should have won the, this whole thing because I think that was the only thing that Nahidi Panagagwani Osprey in New Japan was to win the G1. Plus Okada's been here it's been the same situation so many times and even if he didn't win the G1 somehow somewhere he will he will like do everything to be in the main event of of Wrestle Kingdom so I don't know I like again this is a this is a this is a safe bet and I'm just like okay with it like I'm not like super mad at it but I'm not super happy with it either when I when I first saw the G1 lineup this year, I never I, I didn't really see anyone as a potential winner other than Okada. So yeah. uh Steven says Osprey should have won. I don't know. I Osprey is great, but I still don't like him as a person, so I don't really care about him. Yeah. Also don't care about Jay White. Uh it's it's tough to care to the guy. So that's a yeah. problem. It's really tough to care. And um and JPW doesn't seem to have anyone that both should be cared about and uh, sh- they should put effort into. So apparently yeah. they kind of stuck. So yeah, I yeah. guess Okada was a safe bet. It's just really sad that I don't see anyone else who was worthy of, of this whole thing. So they really need someone to light a fire under their ass. So sayang yeah. it's, it's a sad holding pattern. It's a sad uh, thing where they're Treading water, like you can throw a bunch of names, guys, in the comments. But uh, I don't think, uh, barring some sort of min- me- mega push, they um, they don't have anyone. The last guy that they did was Ibushi, right? and, uh, yeah, like they, and then they, Ibushi was major, really, really unlucky. Yeah. Right? So when when uh, when I looked again, when I looked at the like the G one roster when it first when it first released. I was confused. Why did they expand the field to 28 when their talent pool isn't that deep? Yeah. Like exactly. now, now you got now you got guys who were back then used to be in like the tags before the block matches. Now they're in the G1. So on Dominic Fielder matches these past uh, G1. So I don't know why they expanded it to 28 when their talent pool isn't. Yeah, not worthy to have 28. Just yeah. watch the DDT, man. Just watch the DDT. Watch Joey Janela fight a sex toy in a sauna. That's what I, just watch that match. It's free on the DDT YouTube channel. Joey Janela versus Yoshihiko in a sauna owned by Shun Makatsumata. Um, yeah. Um, honestly, dude, it's crazy because Stardom's doing better than NJPW at this point, yes. even yep. than twice. Like. There's something wrong if the A the A company is not doing as well as what should be like um God. As much as I hate to say it, stardom has been the eye candy for the longest time. But like over time must thankfully. Um yeah. just just watch DJPW, watch DDT, watch other Japanese products that are much more fun. 
Yeah, I think uh, I, I personally think I will uh, watch DDT when I find time for it because of Takeshita. So, uh, yeah, excursion in Takeshita really worked for DDT. Like he didn't need to win, you know, he didn't yeah. need to win yeah. matches, a lot of matches on AEW. He just really need to be. Good. He just needed to be really good, which he did, which he did do. So, uh, it's a win for DDT there. Good for, I, I guess, in a, in an indirect way, it was a good thing that Tony Khan. And chempre uh, si Takeshita mismo nagbuhat ng sarili niya, right? All right, uh, that is it for our wrestling topics of the week. Um, no audio only for this week. Um, I don't want to keep these guys any longer than they should. Let's move on to our picks of the week, y'all. Um, uh, for those who don't know, for those who are new to the stream, this is where we pick uh, a match, uh, segment, promo. Uh, even non-wrestling show, TV show that uh, that uh, captured our attention from the past seven days. So, so yeah, let's uh, start with our guest, Emil. What is your pick of the week? All right. So my pick of the week this week is from the main event of Dynamite earlier today. It's United Empire versus Death Triangle, the semifinal, uh, no quarter, uh, quarterfinal match for the uh, trios tournament. Again, it was when. AEW created this trios tournament. That match was the epitome of why this title was created. It was, it was fast paced. It was a barn burner. It was a banger. And we even got this, the surprise return of one Kit Sabian. So again, uh, <laughs> Yay, glad, <Kip> Sabian. <laughs> like glad, uh, glad we United Empire got the win. So we're going to get Kenny versus Osprey. Somewhere down the line in the next two weeks before all out. So again, that's my pick of the week: United Empire versus Death Triangle. Right, Stephen, your pick of the week. I was going to say Moxley versus Punk just because it's on YouTube for free right now. Boshi Road just announced the IWGP Women's Championship. So you internet sparks can finally shut up about the IWGP. <laughs> Championship should be in stardom, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they finally made it, so you can shut up. Um, they're going to have a tournament to crown the champion in Historic X over or Historic Crossover in the uh, Stardom uh, NJPW Crossover show. Um, hopefully, it will replace the very confusing SWA um, championship in stardom because it's the most confusing belt ever. Uh, for people who are not very familiar with stardom, they have um, way too many belts. You thought New Japan had too many belts? Or AEW yeah. had too many belts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, just read up on Twitter, uh, my English translation naman, of the IWGP Women's Championship. It's going to be crowned at the Historic Crossover Show, and then the first defense will be on Wrestle Kingdom next year. So that's one guaranteed match that we're going to have. All right, all right. My pick of the week is uh, from Raw again. I, like I said earlier, Edge versus Damian Priest because it was such a good main event. It was such a good moment for Edge and for all of us uh, Toronto fans as well. And since you didn't pick it, Stephen, I'm gonna pick the Young Punk versus Moxley squash. Yeah. It was a. I enjoy squashes, like I said, uh, more than the usual fan. I really love squashes, and it was this was a really well done squash. Um, there was a bit of offense from both sides, so it wasn't completely one-sided, and it was still like close to their styles, to their usual wrestling styles. All right, 
I may, may I add? May yes, I add okay, go, ahead, go ahead, Emil. Again, I, I forgot to say this. Uh, another pick of the week is Kevin Owens re, re, uh, reviving his prize fighter persona yes. on Raw. Yeah, yes. really yeah, the good, duct tape yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, and the Tron and the attitude. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, all right. Let's get to your picks of the week as well. Roman J picks a lot of picks. Um, the Edge A and E biography episode, A and E rivals Cena versus Edge, yeah. Edge versus Priest as well. So diving Edge, uh, fellow Edge head here. Um, it's a so yeah, Canadian destroyer. <laughs> all right. Giancarlo says uh, his pick of the week is the Index reunion and NXT 2.0. That was a fun moment before uh, Dexter got arrested. Uh, Bruce picks Alexa, ver- Alexa and Asuka versus Io Sky and Dakota Kai, who will now be known or who will now be reportedly known henceforth as Damage Control. Uh, also, he picks uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. Also, a good match. Really good stuff as well. Julian picks uh, Gargano and Theory segment and Edge and Trees as well. Index segment as well. Uh, Uncle Al. Picks Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton in their Lights Out match from NXT 2.0. That was a fun moment as well. Uh, Glendale picks uh, St- the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull Sessions with Charlotte Flair, as well as the Edge Amy biography. The entire episode of Raw. Glendale picks the entire episode of Raw. So again, push natin yan. It was a good Raw anyway. And the Index Reunion. Janelle picks Kevin Owens versus Chad Gable from Raw. The Johnny Gargano returns. The Gato del Fantasma. Coming along with Santos Escobar as they move up to the WWE main roster. That was a fun moment as well. As I predicted on this last week's episode, (laughs) uh, Santos Escobar is not going anywhere without uh, the rest of the Sagada Fantasma. Who else? Kyle picks Johnny Wrestling and the fact that WWE Music uploaded Champa's new theme on Spotify, I believe. Alan picks uh, NJPW and Stardom crossover. Uh, he's looking forward to Tom Lawler and Cherie versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Judah. I'm also looking forward to that. Uh, also picks uh, the Lights Out match from NXT. Uh, I think I see JV Lalon from Kumu. What's up, man? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, he picks uh, Johnny Wrestling returns on Raw as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for. Um, uh, being part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast live stream. We went a little over time only because masarap ang usapan, masayang usapan tonight. I want to say thank you to our, to my co-host, my guest co-host for tonight. Hope we can do this again. Um, you guys will have to pray for the team to, to be sidelined <laughs> again for you guys to come back on, if you will. Thank you, Emil. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the praying. bench. I'm on the bench. Oh, yeah, you're on the bench. You're on the bench. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank no you, Emil. Thank you, Steven. As our way of saying thanks, is there anything that you guys want to plug? Emil, is there anything you want to plug? Um, uh, I just follow me on my Twitter. Uh, it's okay. uh, AML under underscore Meister. So you can follow me there on Twitter. Um, EML ha- underscore Meister. Yeah, I have a YouTube channel, but I rarely post any content there. So uh, yeah, Twitter. Yung Twitter ko na. So uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. So. All right, Stevie, promote your stuff. Ayan, so we are at the Geeky Juans. That's T H E G E E K Y J U A N S on all the socials. Uh, you can follow me at Pucks and Graps for my wrestling and hockey obsession. So that's P U C K S N G R E P S on Twitter. Twitter, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's about it. 
All right. All right. And as for me, uh, my usual plugs, guys, uh, if you want to support local wrestling, please consider subscribing to the MWF Gank page. It is, uh, you can access it through manilawrestling.com. And, uh, we coming live event coming up in a few weeks, uh, in three yeah. weeks. It is Road to Fate 2022. Tickets are available at TicketToMe.net. They are still selling. You can still be a part of that momentous event at the Peta Theater in Quezon City. So it's going to be big. Uh, it's going to be a big party uh, between wrestling fans here in the Philippines, here in Manila. So if you miss live wrestling action happening right in front of your very eyes, please consider uh, uh, purchasing a ticket to uh, Road to Fate. Yes, Emil, what's up? No, um, just uh, I just want to say that uh, me being here in the province, it's, it's it's difficult for me to catch a live wrestling event, but that's one of my bucket lists. Uh, yeah. uh, I wish one of these days or like maybe the sometime in your future, I could go watch a uh, local wrestling show uh, so that makita kita naman, naman tayo lahat. Yeah. Uh, so see, see you all. Uh, here uh, in our community. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think local wrestling is going anywhere, barring yeah. another outbreak. <laughs> right? Let's yeah. hope that monkeypox gets under control and stuff. Yeah, you know. All right. Uh, again, also follow us on TikTok if you have a TikTok account. We post takes and historical clips, um, fresh takes from the happenings of uh, of the TV shows. So just earlier today, we I posted a take on CM Punk and John Moxley, which is kind of outdated now, knowing what we know now. It's at Wrestling Two X Pod on uh, TikTok and on Twitter as well. Not in so guys promote socials at Wrestling Two X Pod on Twitter. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and uh, at Wrestling Wrestling Pod on Kumu. But you already know that. You're already watching Kumu. Right? Uh, so, uh, again, one last thing to promote. Uh, yes. Uh, Babyface producer Mike, let's put it up. Because it's happening tomorrow. Chino Liao's Filipino Large. A one-hour special. Um, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Cinema 76 Cafe at Anonas. Uh, tickets are available at 500 pesos. He will be having a bunch of special guests as well. Um, it's going to be a fun night of comedy. So if you are looking to, uh, if you're in the area and you want to watch some stand-up comedy, care of our good friend Chino, this is a great place to go. Uh, great place to spend your Friday night. Mukhang wala naman pagyo. And wala naman tayong, wala naman masastranded. I don't know if I'm gonna go yet because I may be busy, but uh, if you can go, please do support local comedy as well. Like local wrestling, these are avenues in which our artists can creatively express themselves. So tickets are available at TicketToMe.net. Uh, really, really affordable at 500. Thank you, Babyface producer Mike, for that. All right, guys, on behalf of uh, our uh, well-meaning and highly efficient team over at Podcast Network Asia, this has been Ro Moran. Uh, this has been another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you again to Emil and Stevie. And Shepre, uh, we wish the best to our uh, to my co-hosts who are not present today. Stan, Rowan, and Chino, you can reach them at underscore Stan C, at underscore Monday Night Rowan, at underscore Chino Supersize on Twitter. Just send them a good luck. Uh, send them a hey. Let them know that you're thinking about them. And maybe, just maybe, 
we can all get together again next week as a complete unit. So you never know, right? So thank you again uh, to everyone for joining us tonight on the live stream. Thank you again for choosing us to help you process your feelings about the week in wrestling. As we always do, it's always been a fun time. And we will see you again next Thursday. All right? Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.